live and in person from Studio 9. It's the A Little Off the Top podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And I'm Justin. What, what was the first one you were doing there? Uh, I, I skipped the live in, in person. Okay. I okay. went straight to... Uh, live from Studio New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night. night. Is that what the new one's based off of? Saturday Night Live? Uh, probably. Okay. Not like a conscious choice. Right, right, right. Shit, you know what? I do have something to play off my computer. We're going to do... Uh, oh, wait, no. Nope. We did that last week. We did that last we week. We did that last week. Yep. I uh, hope you liked those... those and if you want, cams. you could probably do it from this from one. From last week. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I mean, cheers. We did do that. Cheers. We're in person. Let's do this. Well, Fernet. Ooh! I'm going to chase that with this monster. That's not just a regular monster you're drinking. Oh, Fernet monster might, might be good. Yeah. Fernet, Fernet. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Like a like a Fernet with a um Coke. Like a like a chaser. Uh well I mean I've I've seen people mix Fernet and Coke before. That's a that's a that's a drink. One sec. Someone's asking for a link to our podcast, so who? Hold on. There's someone that follows me on Instagram. Is it Headgum Studios? No, no, no. Oh. Yes. <laughs> One second. Share. Speaking of sharing the podcast, we have QR code stickers. Now. Yeah, we do. Look for those around town because I'm going to be, I mean, I'm not going to be vandalizing <laughs> anything, but I am handing them out to people and they might be slapping them around town because I yeah. know a bunch of vandals. I'm not a vandal, not me. Yeah, these are not the stickers to put on your water bottle. I mean, you can. Yeah, but we want people to scan these. Yeah, but people can scan. Like if they're drinking water, they're like, oh, what's that? Let me scan I have one on my bottle. phone. Do you? Hey, check that out. Scan it. See how it works. <clears throat> let's let's test. let's see if it does the same thing for you as it does to me. Let's test out this QR code. Every time I scan it, it takes me to episode eighty-five. Uh, no, just brought me to the top. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, a little off the top is the name <laughs> of the podcast, aka the Allot Pod. Yeah, it brought me to uh, the most recent episode. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Why? I wonder for me, it takes me to episode, same code. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Your phone? Uh, no. Sometimes you just gotta. I'm just using power cycle. Turning off my wife. I don't know how turning on. What's up a lot, lizards? This is Justin, your uh, host and your producer. Uh, sorry for this little interruption, but we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen one of those, but... What would this show be without the occasional technical difficulty? Uh, we we meant to clear out the SD card, and I forgot. We'll, we'll put it on me. I forgot. And um, the recording stopped, and we didn't realize until later. So uh, when we get back into the episode, we're going to briefly recap what we were talking about and then move on. Uh, you, you really didn't miss anything of quality because this show fucking sucks and why are you even listening to it but anyway um without further ado here is the rest of the episode enjoy that would be really funny if <laughs> we're just like thanks for the songs last week who's this wheeler walker jr <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so the we recorded for about twenty minutes and lost the recording. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was my fault. I should have cleared the SD card. It's no one's fault. It I happened. Did. I didn't. We're it's a faultless thing. But to recap, uh, we had thanked Christian Maldonado for sending in last week's fuck jams. Yes, uh, the country fuck jams, and then we we dove into a little bit more of uh, Wheeler, Wheeler, Wheeler Walker Junior. Which we're into. Let's just play a little bit. Yeah. We, I mean. Check out Wheeler Walker Jr. Sit yeah. on my face or get fucked by a country boy. We, we've come to the realization that Jason and I both kind of like country music. If yeah. it's Wheeler Walker Jr., yeah. he's a. We, I don't dislike country music. We were we were talking about. Uh, we don't know if he's if he's like a serious artist or if he is like kind of like Tenacious D, like yeah. making jokes. I like, I, th- I, th- I really think he's like leaning into it. He does. He has fun with it, yeah. You know, but he is a good musician. He's he's great. Music. Good music, yeah. Uh, I don't totally hate country music. I, I don't. I love country music actually. I I'm, I do too. I'm just very picky with it. I just don't like the new poppy country shit. There's a you uh, know, and there's also a fine line between like rockabilly and honky tonk. Yeah, that's true. And I love that's rockabilly. True. I do too. Uh, do you, did you ever go to the hideaway off of uh, Franklin? No. It was like, you take Broadway to Franklin, make a right, and it was like just up the road on the left-hand side. It was this little dive bar. Uh, I went there one time with oh. Evan, wait, friend of the pod, and uh, no. there was a rockabilly band playing in there, and there was a guy that was playing the stand-up bass, Oh yeah, but he was playing it while he was standing on it. Like he would like- Oh, I thought you were just, saying while he was standing. I'm no, like, that's kind of He would, he would have it like it. upright, like playing it, but then he would like kind of like- lean it like 45 degrees and then like just like stand on the body of it and still be playing it was fucking insane yeah and he would just balance on like the little stick that it's anthony that we used to work for he plays stand-up bass uh it makes sense i believe it yeah yeah he was in a rockabilly band called bottle and barlow really bottles and barlows it was called oh shit that's where they got the name i didn't know where that i didn't know they got the name for it yeah okay uh was uh what's his name um no rocky was not in the band okay because he wasn't a little i don't think he was in the band uh, yeah, he was in like one that you might have heard of. Right, he's big in the. Uh, I forget what it's called though now. Yeah, he, he. I think he might. I don't know. Never mind. I, I, I can't remember shit. I can't remember what we were talking about when <laughs> when I realized that it wasn't recording anymore. Uh, we talked about the monster that I'm drinking. The um, oh yeah, we, we took a, a hard, picture. A hard monster. Uh, and Justin's I, drinking I, an alcoholic monster. Yeah, it's six uh, percent, but it just tastes like a regular monster. It doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it at all. And, and it I, looks like a, a piss sample. Yeah, I've got it in a little plastic cup. And it looks like a like I peed in it for a doctor, but I'm just drinking it. Oh, let's take a picture for the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Which would be what? You, you get it? You got yeah. it? Cool. <laughs> Which would be a little off the top pod. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram at a little off the top pod. If you see anything interesting on there and you want to uh, call us, give us a call at 323-786-LOT. That's 323-786-2568. I went to Rocky's Instagram to see if it says anything about his uh, old band. And it does not. I can't remember the name of the band. I know. I've seen them perform too. They were big. Like They were a big local band. Oh, well, he's got a cute dog. I'm a big local band. Are you? Yeah. Odd Jason and the Yankadicks. You might have heard of us. It's just four guys on an accordion. One accordion. (laughs) We have an opening act. Their name is I'm Justin. Yeah, and that's just uh, one fat guy that just stands (laughs) there. He's like, hey, how you guys doing? (laughs) I'm going to get you a, a... a hockey jersey. 
And on the back, the name is going to say, I'm <laughs> Justin. What number are you going to put on there? Nine. Why? Because we're live from Studio Nine. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking maybe you thought that was Wayne Gretzky's number, but it's 99. You can't wear Wayne Gretzky's number. Why not? Because it's retired. You just Out of respect, you That's don't do it. It's funny that you say that because... Do you have a jersey with 99 on it? No, but um, I screenshotted this. Oh, yeah, yeah. To text you, and I didn't. And I was going to say, would you hate me if I wore this jersey? Uh, I mean... It's a Wayne Gretzky... If, I, if you're wearing a Gretzky jersey, I think it's fine. But if you're, like, in a beer league and you put 99 on your jersey, like, what the fuck are well, you doing? Yeah, but what if I told you that, like, like the season he wore this jersey, like, I definitely had L.A. Kings hats and shirts. I'm fine with the Kings now. The the, the Vegas Golden Knights far outshadow, like, overshadow the the rivalry with the the kings like i'm I'm fine with the kings because i was like an la i was a raiders fan in oakland and they Mm -hmm. moved to la and then the la kings changed their colors to match the raiders right right. so naturally i just loved the la kings stuff yeah they've got good logos like their their jerseys have looked cool for a long time way better than when they were the lakers colors yeah yeah that was kind of weird uh my biological dad who i do not really know uh went to a, a game down in LA uh, when Gretzky was playing oh. and he like took a picture during warmups of Wayne Gretzky. And it's like a black, like he had like a black and white camera and he uh-huh. took a picture and I, it's so sick. It's such a cool picture. I, I have it somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm bummed. I never got to see him play, but uh, playoffs just happened a couple few weeks ago. And yeah. uh, he's still like, he's commentating like he's, he's, on TV during intermissions, and he still looks so fucking good. He's he's a handsome man. He is. I'm gonna play a song that's very befitting. Tell me if you know this song. You love playing songs on the podcast now. Philip Arthur Harrison, word up, because he was the one who took me from a boy to a man. So as far as I'm concerned, he's my father, because my biological didn't bother. Right. Is this just a pro stepdad song? It sounds like if Biggie and Tupac had a baby, who is this? If you had to guess the rapper's name, what would you say? Stepson? I would. <laughs> no. Uh, it is Shaquille O'Neal. No shit. Yeah. Oh my god. This song's called Biological Didn't Bother. I forgot he had like a full rap career. Too. Yeah. God it, damn. Yeah, he had he had a song with the Fushnikins, Shaq Fu. Did we did we announce? No. No. no? Okay. We can. Nah. Nah. Let's just call him Mr. October. <laughs> okay. Reggie Jackson is not the only <laughs> Mr. October. Oh shit, we could do that the next October. Yeah, we could. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq, let's just call him for right now, Mr. October. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked for it, man. This is going to be great. Uh, you want to hit order? Let's just sure. get into it. What's the runtime on that? That or seven minutes. Who cares? <laughs> this is going to be a short episode, guys. But it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We, we tried. We... Trust me, though, it was the funniest thing we've ever recorded. Probably. There was people walking by that could barely hear what we were saying, and they started laughing. And that's true. And they stopped and they watched us for like an hour. Yeah. We had like an hour of recording yeah. that just went. It was a marathon. What would you say? Like, how long do you think a marathon would be in talking? three 
Yeah, I think you're right. Three. Yeah, yeah. I could do it. Okay. So, Justin, how long do you think it would take you to spend a million dollars? <laughs> are we saying a million dollars in today's money, or are we saying how much a is million dollars in 1994 money? Uh, 93 or 94? It came out in 94. Okay. Uh, not long. I'd say probably about six days. Six days. And why do I ask? <laughs> I mean, you guys know. You, you, you read the title before you clicked Maybe on it. Maybe they didn't. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Actually, I got halfway through... That's not true. I got through the ads on AFE last week, but was very confused because I saw Doug Benson's name on there. Yes. I, I thought that I was clicking on Douglas movies. So I thought, <laughs> I thought I started another episode of Douglas movies. Turns out I was listening to all fantasy everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're here to talk today about the movie, the 1994 Disney movie blank check. Blank check is a uh, big time nostalgic movie for me. I, I uh, thought it would be. Had you ever seen it? Uh, never. Had you ever heard of it? Yes. Okay. Because I feel like there was another movie that we watched that was nostalgic for me that you had never heard of. That was Heavyweights. And, and you were like, why would I have heard of it? Like, I wasn't a kid then, but you heard a blank check. So. I heard a blank check, yeah. Okay. Uh, got you, motherfucker. Got me. <laughs> I was in college when uh, this came out. But you still heard of it. So what, were I you did. hanging out with children? No. No, but someone was in this movie. <laughs> That's true. We'll get to that. Fuck, I thought I had everything pulled up that I needed. Did I close that tab? Oh, no, here it is. Uh, blank check. Uh, in the United Kingdom, originally released as blank check, but it's spelled Q-U-E. Why even add that in there? Of course it was. Blank check is a 1994 American comedy film directed by Rupert Wainwright and starring Karen Duffy. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah Duff. <laughs> from, Duff. She, Duff. Was a, she Duff. was a VJ. That's how I knew her from. Oh, shit. She was on MTV VJ. I know her from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Which she plays a character with the same name. Yes. And, and Tone Loke was in it also. He wasn't in Dumb and Dumber. Pretty sure. He was in Ace Ventura. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Brian Bunsall, Miguel Ferrer, James Rayborn. No one that you care about. Tone Loke. I care about Tone Loke. Um, Jay Atkinson and Michael Lerner. Uh, it was released on February 11th, 1994 by Walt Disney Pictures. The film follows a boy who inherits a blank check and uses it to buy a house under an alter ego. Does he inherit it? But, uh, well, he, yeah. He receives it. Okay. Uh, go change the Wikipedia. If you don't know, all I do on this podcast is I read Wikipedia. No, no, I know. I'm just, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds Wikipedia like is someone not died. a and, good source. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uses it to buy a house under an alter ego, but is soon being searched for by several members of the bank. <laughs> it's by several members of the bank. Not true. <laughs> Not true at all. Uh, he he cashed it under. Upon release, the film received negative reviews, but was a box office success, grossing $39 million oh. on a $13 million budget. Okay. It did pretty fucking well. Uh, so tell me your memories of this movie like did you see it at the theater no you're no, born in I 88 i don't remember this came out in 94 i don't remember this being in the theater uh but before we start talking about it if you want to watch the movie before listening to us talk about it it's available on disney plus so if you have that streaming service go check it out and then come back and you do not need to remove parental no it's lock. just on there <laughs> uh welcome back hope you enjoyed the movie uh yeah, so this was a movie... My, my mom collected Disney movies growing up. Like uh, the old clamshell VHS. Yeah, yeah, we had so fucking many of them. This one, I don't remember if it was in a clamshell. I don't think it was. Like a cardboard sleeve? It, I think it was in a cardboard sleeve. It might have been a clamshell. But this was on heavy rotation when I was a kid. I 
loved the shit out of this movie because it's 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 the fucking dream. The kid gets oh, a yeah. fuck ton of money. Um, basically, basically, when you're a kid, a million dollars sounds like the most oh, amount of money there could. Which ever is be. why he took this check and just put a million dollars on it. But um, I did look up on because I one million dollars. I wanted to know how much money he would have had like if they made that movie now. So I went to inflationcalculator.com. I don't know how reliable this is. It's the first time I've ever done this. But uh, Oh, I use that all the time. If in 1994 I purchased an item for $1 million, then in 2023 that same item would cost, do you have a guess how much? 3.5. Uh, no, not that much. Uh, with inflation, a million dollars would be two hundred and five million two hundred thirteen thousand. Wait, two hundred and five million? Mm-hmm. It's not that much money. I mean, it's a lot. Two hundred million? You just said three. Something. I said three million. Yeah, and you're saying it's two hundred million. Oh shit, you're right. Oh, you know what? Hang on. That's because I plugged in a hundred million dollars. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> two hundred million. No, that's a lot of money. No. Uh, it's two million fifty two thousand one hundred thirty nine dollars. Okay, yeah, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I just added a couple of zeros, uh, which is what he should have done on that check, probably. But um, so yeah, he he's he's a kid who's kind of getting stepped all over. Uh, in in his household, fucked right? up, bro. His his parents I, don't care I took about. Notes. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So the movie starts out. He's just like in his room, and like his brothers start moving shit in, and he's like, "This is fucking my room." Like, his what room was hella big. It wasn't that big. Bigger than any room I ever had. Uh, yeah, but I mean, his brothers were also bigger than him. First of all, the kid comes on the movie. I'm like, I know this kid. I know him from somewhere. What do you know him from? I looked. I looked. Okay. I was like, I remember him being like a whiny fucking kid in something. And uh, it's this. He played Worf's son. That's him? In Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And he was I, a whiny kid in it? Oh, he he was like the worst Klingon ever. Because he was all like, you know, Earth uh, humanized. I've had some pretty shitty Klingons yeah. in, in my day. So I was like, oh, that, that's where I remembered him from. Uh, yeah. When the movie starts, there's like, he's like with like a group of friends, you know? And there, there's a few of them wearing cross colors, which I thought was funny. When was he with a group of friends? This kid doesn't have friends. When they went to the amusement park. Oh, when he was forced to go to this kid's birthday? Yeah, and his dad only gave him six bucks. His parents are dicks to him. I feel Yeah, no, they for sure are. I feel like we are jumping all over. Uh, um, I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> so 11-year-old Preston Waters uh, laments his relative lack of Laments. Money. Yeah, why are we even doing this? Let's just jump around like we always do. Yeah. Who um, cares? So it's a little kid who uh, all he wants is his own bedroom, but his two older brothers start a business and his dad is... What was the business? They never say. Okay. Um, but his dad is so so business oriented that he decides to let his two older brothers run their business out of Preston, a little kid's bedroom. So they're moving in and just fucking with his shit. They steal his life savings, which is a small jar of coins. 
Uh, <laughs> and his dad brings them a brand new Macintosh computer. Yeah, which a Performa six hundred. Later in the movie, we find they're having money troubles. So how yeah. did he? How did he get that? He said computer? it was extra from the office. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. Right. That's a two thousand so dollar computer he when just it first stole came out. Equipment from work. Yeah, <laughs> and just brought. That it came home. out the year before, and it cost two thousand dollars. Okay, but that's not including the style writer uh, printer that they had let's or the out, Apple speakers. Let's find out how much two thousand dollars would be uh, today. <clears throat> Uh, they did have some pretty nice speakers on there too, huh? They were Apple speakers, yeah. Were they? Okay. I'm, I mean, uh, did Apple uh, sponsor this movie? Uh, or did they just use those Apple computers because it had Macintosh as the name? Today it would be $4,104. Yeah. Just laying around <laughs> the office extra. Yeah. For Dad's sure. embezzling. Oh, big time. And Corporate theft. We also don't really understand what Dad does, but he has like a business plan. An investment plan? Later. Uh, so he's definitely not in charge. Like he's, no. he's doing some work. Like he's putting, but he wears work. ties a lot. He does. Uh, so yeah, brothers move into his room, steal his life savings. And then I think the next scene, he's forced to go to this kid, Butch's birthday party. And it's at an amusement, amusement park where you have to use tokens. You, you pay money to get token tokens. And then you use tokens for all of the rides. All the rides. And, it's it's really weird because he Butch is like goes up for tokens first. He's like, give me fifty. Give me fifty. He slaps down a fifty. Like like bill. like it's the most he's ever and spent on they tokens. They just shove tokens yeah. across the counter at him. It's like they don't put them in a bucket or anything. Like, how many fucking tokens is he supposed then, to just carry? The ride that this kid can't get on cost seven tokens, and all he showed up with was six dollars. Yeah. So I think he has six. I think it's a dollar a yeah. token. The, fifty tokens is not going to get you on a lot of rides. That's true. That's true, but he... So he's uh, forced Preston, to ride the shitty kids ride. Yeah, Preston, I feel like, just does a bunch of $1 things. <laughs> this is supposed to take place in Indiana, but it was filmed in Texas, San Antonio, and Austin. Does it say it's supposed to be Indiana? Yeah, oh. number of times. Okay. They have the Indiana license plates. Oh, do they? Yeah. I don't ever look for that shit. Uh, so Preston hates his life because he doesn't have money. His brothers ruin his bedroom and... Uh, he just wants freedom. He wants uh, he wants to have the money. He starts making a list of things he wants to do if mm-hmm. he had money. He wants to buy a house, his own house. Buy a house. Uh, he wants to kill his brothers. To have his brothers murdered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you pick up on that as a kid? I don't think I did. Like, I mean, I, I heard the dialogue. He's like, I want them. I want to pay to ha- off them or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't think I put it together that he wants them killed. Uh, I think he, I think it just like shipped them off. Maybe yeah. like, I don't know, but uh, yeah, he he straight up says like he puts it in his list. Like you don't write that shit down. No, you don't write down that, that you want to murder. No, your, that's your the brothers. stuff you don't write. That's down. how you get caught. Yeah, <laughs> but he's what? How old is he in this? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, he hasn't learned that yet. No, he wasn't listening to true true crime podcast. No, he was not <laughs> back in ninety four. Uh, but he he's riding oh, when they're at the amusement park. Like he's standing there with this cotton candy, mm, right? On the bridge. While they're yeah, on yeah. the water ride. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So he's going to get wet. The cotton candy is totally going to disappear. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> like the joke I thought was going to happen. I honestly, I, I, watching that again, I remembered it being totally gone. Like I was like, oh yeah, he's going to get wet. It's going to be gone. It was And that, that's totally how I remembered it. But no, it's just like soggy. Yeah, it's like wet a little bit. <laughs> it's like all still there. It's just like gross looking. Uh and then there's some shit that happens with some dude embezzling some money from the bank. 
and then the bank guy and then million dollars and well, the kid not quite there yeah i know i know it was, who cares about that shit that shit doesn't matter okay let's not break it down completely no uh there is an important thing that we're skipping over though uh after he gets back home uh from his shitty day at his friend's birthday party which turns out it's also his birthday because he gets home and his parents say, oh, like your birthday's tomorrow, but here you can have a present early. And it's his a, from a grandma. card from grandma. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, it's a fucking blank check. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? There's not even a mount yeah. on it. He's being a little shithead. And uh, he's like, well, it's a blank check. You just write in an amount. And this is how he learns that you yes, just write right. in an amount yeah, on yeah. a blank check and you can cash it. And his dad's like, how much did uh, did she give you last year? He's like, $1,000. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm pretty sure it was ten. And he's like, what about inflation? Yeah. And so they make it for $11. $11. But this is where he gets the idea later. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's important to touch on that. Yep. That he got a blank check already. And then he goes to the bank to try to open up an account. And he sees the hot fucking bank teller. Yeah. Shay. Uh, A.K.A. Creepy Love Interest. Uh, oh, speaking of fucking country fuck jams, um, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Karen, Karen Duffy. Duffy. Uh, she dated Dwight Yoakam oh. uh, for a time. There was a, a movie that she did, I kind of want to say it was Dumb and Dumber, that she was like on the carpet w- with Dwight Yoakam. So I bet you she has fucked to country music. Oh, for sure. I bet you Karen Duffy has. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, she probably would have done it in this movie if she had the opportunity. But uh, yeah, Dwight so. Yoakam has the honor of, for me, he covered a Queen song and he sang it better than Freddie Mercury. Whoa, did. that's I, saying I know. a lot coming from you. I know. Holy I know. shit. Yeah. What song? Um, this thing called love. I just can't handle it. This thing. It little thing called love. I, I think it's called. I don't know if I know. Anyway, Dwight Yoakam sang it and he kind of honky tonked it up and it fucking is, it's even really? better. Yeah. Wow. Crazy little thing called love. That's what it's, that's the name of it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So she's, but then she didn't really do much after this cause she got diagnosed with some sort of weird, the uh, spinal disease, spinal bifida, not spina bifida. It's something else. And it like partially paralyzed. Doctor her. says she needs a backyotomy. Backyotomy. Uh, so yeah, she doesn't do anything after that. Really. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I do remember being a kid and thinking, fuck dude, she's hot. I remember being an adult and thinking, <laughs> fuck, she's hot. But I was a kid and like, I was like, oh shit, this kid's got a chance. Yeah. Maybe I, Maybe I got too. a chance. Yeah. You know? Um, so he goes into the bank to try and, uh, open a, a bank account because he wants to start saving so he can get money to move out from his shitty home life. Uh, but he's got a check for $11 and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like there's a minimum, like you need $200. He's like, it's going to take like a hundred years to yeah. get that. So he's not that fucking smart, but he knows how to use that computer. Like he's really like, yeah, yeah. immediately. As soon as his dad brings that computer into the room, he's like making, he it had say a computer that- in his room also before that. Oh, did he? The brothers tried to move it. It was a OG like Macintosh. Okay. All okay. In one. So he knows how to use computers. Yeah. Because, yeah, as, as soon as his dad brought that computer in, he, like, opens up this program, and it's, like, a like like text-to-speech program with, like, yeah, yeah. these the, weird lips that yeah. mouth the words that you type. It's fucking weird as shit. But he says that his brothers sleep butt-to-face or something yeah, like that. Yeah, butt-to-face, <laughs> butt-to-face. Which, if you're that a actually, little kid watching that, it's hilarious. For if sure. you're a 34-year-old fat <laughs> man, it's very funny, too, because I actually laughed out loud when it happened. But two face. It was very funny. Uh, so yeah, he he's 
disappointed that he uh, he can't cash or can't open the account, so he leaves the bank. And Butch, the little bitch who had the birthday yeah. the day before, uh, steals the check, steals his blank check robs from his, him. his grandma, yeah. and he jumps on his bike and he starts chasing him, and he's chasing him through the parking lot, and he falls, and uh, his, this bad guy, something gets, we haven't even touched on the bad guy. Nah, the very the opening guy. scene is him breaking out of prison, yeah. and it's dark and gritty as shit. And All he, like, dirty. Goes, I think it was he Andy Dufresne that shit. Uh, he probably crawled yeah. through shit tubes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he uh, he goes to this like abandoned warehouse, and he like pulls out like a blowtorch and cuts something open and finds and then this, it's like a, a briefcase, briefcase full of money. It's all dirty, and it's like a dirty million dollars. And I think he escaped from prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, he, he did. Okay. You don't ever listen to me. It's fine. Wait, what'd you say? Uh, so uh, that dude went to the bank to basically tell this guy who uh, rule uh, or owned the bank. He was the owner of the bank, but he also testified, testified against, against him, that dude, uh, which sent him to jail. So he's like, uh, basically threatened his family, and he's like, "I need you to fucking clean this money for me. Uh, I'm gonna send my buddy Juice in to get it tomorrow or whatever." Yeah. And so um, Preston's racing through the parking lot. He falls right behind this guy's car, and that guy backs up almost. Drives over Preston, like probably would have killed him in his uh, Jaguar. He, he gets out of the way and uh, he just crushes his bike. And he gets out and he's trying to settle it just right there in the parking lot. And then all of a sudden, cops are coming by and he was already writing a check. He just tears it out. He's like, just give that to your dad. He'll know what to do with it. And just hands him a blank check. And then boom. Wheels start turning. Wheels start turning. Preston goes home. He jumps on the computer and he. Wait, before that. One of the most fucked up things in this movie happens right then. What? He gets home. He's just got robbed. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he <laughs> he almost got killed. Yeah. <laughs> and his parents are just pissed that the bike got fucked up. Yeah, they're like, I, he gets grounded. If you can't take care of your thing. Yeah, like he almost died. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're so fucking ass. But they're I feel super like, hard on this kid. But I think this movie, like, it's I said yeah, hard on. It's made for kids, so you're supposed to hate them. Like they're supposed to represent, I think, like how kids see parents as mm. maybe not how they actually mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they were just fucking terrible. Yeah, they were shitheads to him. Uh, so yeah, he's up in his room, super pissed because of his bike, because of everything that's happened already, because of the way that his parents treated him after he almost died, uh, and his bike got wrecked. Uh, he jumps on that computer. And he starts uh, trying to figure out how he can put an amount on this blank check without having child writing yeah. on it. And he types out, I think at first he types out like $1,000. $100. Or $100. Some, just something low. And he, he's like, you know what? He should have started with 200 though. Fuck it. And then he throws on a thousand. seven more zeros. Uh, however many zeros would make a hundred a million because we know you don't know, Mr. <laughs> Shut up. Mr. Wait, I don't even know if it made the, did it even make the podcast? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We yeah, talked about that. Yeah, yeah. The two hundred fifty million. Uh, so he. Uh, it's crack the to, door a little bit. I put a note on there saying that we look closed, but come on in. Okay. Um, so yeah, he he puts the check through the printer uh, for a million dollars. Yeah, so it's it, already formatted he, perfectly know, to right? the check. I, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, I would have ran like a piece of paper through yeah. there and then like tried to line it up on the check and. Yeah, he, he just fucking just puts it through and it comes out perfect. But it looks like a like a payroll check, you yeah. know, like the way that it's printed. Like it, it looks pretty good. And uh, 
What he types on the computer isn't what prints out, though. Oh, no? No. It's like he put like $1 million, but it was like one. And then when it prints out, it has like little zero, zero over 100. Oh. Yeah. So it, it was not. Okay. But I mean, it's who cares? Yeah. There's actually a lot of continuity, continuity errors in this movie that I noticed. But, All right. So um, now he, let, let's just get to the fucking thing. He fucking get, catches it. He gets a million in cash and now he's spending it. And there's just a random castle in his neighborhood. For sale. That the bad guy's trying to buy. Yeah, which is wild. And that's a real house, actually. Guess who lives there now? Uh, Dwight Yoakam. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. No shit. Yeah, because that one's actually in Austin. And yeah, yeah, he, he, he does all it. his movies in Texas. Yeah. Whoa, holy shit. Robert Rodriguez lives there? Now, yeah, not at the time. Wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Then this kid just goes on, uh, he gets this limo, he gets a friend. They go on this buying spree. Tone Loke is actually Juice. Right. So so basically the, the bad guy uh, whose name I'm blanking on said that he was going to send his, his buddy. <laughs> blanking uh-huh, on. Uh, he was going to send his buddy Juice to get the million dollars. And this kid shows up uh, to the bank and this frumpy lady at the front counter. Oh, my God. She's. <laughs> he's like, I want to I cash meanest. this. And she looks at it and she's like. Oh, big joke. Let's run, run this by Biederman, who's the, the fucking boss. And she leaves her station at the counter to walk him to this guy's office. <laughs> and she's like, this guy thinks he's a prankster. Check this out. And he's like, are we busy? And she's like, yeah, we're slammed. And he's like, get the fuck back <laughs> to the counter. <laughs> it was and, pretty funny. And then he thinks that this is juice. And he's like, oh, this dude sent a kid. Like, that's fucking brilliant. Because he's like, juice? And yeah. the kid's like, I'm not thirsty. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. That's uh, a good movie, man. Uh <laughs> And so he he gives them the million dollars. The kid runs into Juice on his way out. And Juice walks into the office. And he's like, I'm Juice. I'm here to cash this check. He's like, the kid just left with the money. And so now these guys are, it's, it's not a group of people from the bank chasing this kid. No, it's, it's Biederman, the owner of the bank, Juice. And then the fucking, what's the bad guy's name? Jesus Christ. Uh, Macintosh. In the end, it is. Uh but yeah, it's these three that are trying to track this kid down. But now the kid's got the money and he wants to buy that castle because he's been eyeballing it. So he calls and they're in negotiations with the bad guy and the bad guy's offering like $100,000 cash or something. It was like one hundred fifty, and And yeah, so the kid ends up getting it for like two hundred. dollars well, He's like forcing 000. them to sell it too. They're like, we don't want to move. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the whole situation's weird. But uh, the kid, Preston, uh, uses that that text to speech that we saw earlier and puts the phone in front of the speaker and he's just like typing, I would like to purchase your house for cash. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this weird robot voice. And uh, he's just like, he's basically having a bidding war through the computer. Quigley. Quigley. Oh yeah. How can we forget Quigley down under? Uh, but uh, that whole thing's weird. So Preston and his computer win the bidding war and he, Starts buying all the shit for uh, for uh, for his new castle. This kid goes on like a, a buying spree. Yeah, it's basically just a m- massive fucking commercial for, for everything that I wanted when I was a kid. Yeah, I was going to say, like he had like a virtual uh, reality thing. Mm-hmm, that VR headset looked cool as shit because yeah. he had like a chair that moved around mm-hmm. when he was uh, using it. And then he had the giant boxing ring with the huge gloves and the uh, and the sumo suits. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had... done that? I wanted to. I never done it. I went to David Moles's tenth birthday party at a place called Kid Zone. 
Oh, yeah. They don't have that anymore. Mm-mm. And uh, they had the giant boxing ring with the uh-huh. sumo and the giant glove set up. And yeah, I, I did it there. Uh, I was 30, so it was Dave's 10th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like last week. <laughs> uh, no, I was, uh, I, was, I was nine when I did it. Uh, so I think it was before I saw this movie. Oh. Probably. Maybe. He if, got that, that slide put in from uh, into the pool from mm, like yeah, the, from his office. Yeah, his <laughs> he office. could just slide from his office into the pool, which was fucking dope. Uh, he had a go-kart track. Yep. He had uh He had a best friend that a new best friend that Henry. was a limo driver. Henry the limo driver. It's which what was weird, that guy in? It's a weird relationship. Yeah, that's not the only weird relationship in this <laughs> yeah, movie. That's true, that's true. Uh what was he in? I feel like that's worth looking up because he is recognizable. Oh, Biederman, the bank guy, was in one of my favorite movies of Which all one? time. Harlem Nights. Oh. Henry, Henry, Henry. Rick Donovan? Oh, Groundhog Day. Oh, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. The Burbs. The Burbs. Scary movie. Oh, he's the dad in Scary Movie. And he's the neighbor on okay. The Burbs. That's okay. where I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Yep. That's him. He's fun. He's he's a fun guy. He's a very uh, youthful, kid-like attitude in the movie, which kind of you can see them being friends. Right, right. And he he. Do you think he ever catches on? Oh, I think he caught on way early. Way early. Yeah, I was. That's actually. I was trying to figure out how I should phrase that, but I, I think he caught on way early that like somehow this kid has money and he's pretending like, to he, work he, for he Mr. Made Macintosh. Up, he made up this Mr. Macintosh. I think he caught on way early uh, because like at the. At the end, or jumping again, but at the end when he's like saying goodbye, like once like he runs out of money yeah. and he's like, uh, you know, like Mr. McIntosh is gone. He's like, oh, well, if you ever see him again, like tell him I really had a good time working for him. Oh, and yeah, like yeah. he's talking to <laughs> yeah, the kid. Yeah. Uh, it's a really sweet moment. Uh, I, I like I like Henry a lot. Henry's a cool guy. I like when I, I'd, I'd like to hang out with Henry. I like when Henry's giving him date advice. Mm-hmm. It's S T Y L E style. Yeah, you know what you got, kid? S T Y L E. He's like style. you go to you go to an all you can eat buffet. What you gotta do? You gotta <laughs> you gotta pockets, pockets with with plastic <laughs> so you could because they don't say all you can eat here. <laughs> And there's nothing a girl likes more than uh, you just taking a chicken wing out. You yeah, know? She's, uh, just an anytime chicken wing. She loves it. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, if you could find a girl that could pull a chicken wing out of her pocket uh-huh. when you need it, yeah, though, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. And I always need a chicken wing. And then he goes on the date. Yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, with Duff, uh, Shay from the bank. Uh, is curious about this Mr. McIntosh. Because she works with the FBI. Secretly, she's working for the FBI. She's she's posing as a bank teller. And she's she's curious as to where this Mr. McIntosh is getting his money. And the only connection that she can find between Mr. McIntosh and the money in the bank is this child. <laughs> and so she's going through this child to find Mr. McIntosh. And the kid has a huge crush on her. And he asks her uh, out to dinner. But like I said, like a business dinner. Yeah, and she's she's like right off the bat, she's like it's a date. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and so he gets he's all dressed up. He's all misled. He's wearing a suit, and they go to this fancy. Is he misled? It the the chemistry it's, between them through the whole movie. It's very sexual, weird as fuck. Very weirdly sexual. The the so after so they go to this fancy restaurant. Uh, shit gets weird, and he's like, "You like ham? What do they get? Like do they get like crawdads like, as appetizers? Like fancy crawdads, and then he like falls backwards, and they fall Screams. all over him, and he's like, "Oh, fucking bugs are on me." 
And then uh, he's like, let's go get a burger. And they just like end up at like this like outside patio eating burgers. Very and intimately. Very intimately. And then he's like, you want to see something? And I thought he was going to pull his dick out. but I mean, basically, they go to a jizz fountain. It's a jizz fountain. Yeah. I, that's supposed to be like a sex scene, yeah, right? I, yeah, for sure. So they're they're running she around this fountain. And she's in like a... like A, like a, uh, a nice s- cocktail like dress. Silk dress looking, looking thing. Hot. Like, probably you don't want to get it wet. In heels. And and they run around this like water feature fountain that With just holes like sprays in the out yeah. jets of water. And they're... Mostly avoiding it, but then all of a sudden, all of them come on, and they're just like kind of embracing. Dude, each it other is an orgasm allegory. Yeah, one hundred percent. She gets completely soaking wet, and then Quigley and Biederman and Juice find them. Just randomly see them. They're looking for them at night, and Biederman even says, "Like most kids are asleep now. Like yeah. we're not going to find them." And then, oh shit, there they are! <laughs> so they sprint to the limo, and they get in to this limo soaking wet. And uh, he's like, so when can I see you again? And it's just like, it's so, fucking dude, it's it is weird, so weird as shit. Like when, when they were acting this, like, was she like thinking, the fuck am I doing? I don't, I, I hope so. I wonder what my mom thought. Like I, I watched this movie all the time when I was a kid. Like, yeah. I wonder if my, like, cause my mom has to Can you interview her about this? You want to call her? Get her on the phone? If you want, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if she answers. Oh, here. Yeah, you don't have my mom's number, yeah, do you? Yeah. It'd be weird if you did. Even if I did, she would be like, who's this? Hello? Hey, Mom. It's it's Jay. Uh, do you have hey. a second? Yeah. Uh, we're recording a podcast. You're on the podcast. Is that okay? Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is the other Jason. Oh, this is the other Jay. <laughs> uh, so we're talking. Skills. Yes, yeah. skills. Right. We're, ta- we're talking blank check. The movie Blink okay. Check. Yeah. Uh, you've seen it. You've re- you remember me watching it when I was a kid? Million times. Okay. So so you've seen it. Uh, we're talking specifically about the relationship between Shay, the bank teller, the FBI agent, the grown woman, and the, yep. sp- and the small child. Uh, when I was a kid, I didn't think it was really weird. I didn't understand that that was weird. Uh, when You seeing that as an adult back in the day... Like it was '94 when that movie came out. Did did that come off as weird to you? What what were your thoughts on that? That they went on a date. I thought it was very weird. And well, at one point, and they, they kiss. They kiss on the lips. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Did did you think that back in the day? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't like a of the time thing. It was weird then too. It was weird then. Okay, for sure. Okay, I just want because in the movie you thought like maybe she would get together with like the adult. Which which adult? His dad. <laughs> His dad was well, married. No, like, but you know, like an adult relationship or whatnot. Right. And all of a sudden, it was the kid had a giant crush on her. Oh, and she big was, time! And she was uh, uh, intrigued by it. She was flattered. I think. Yes. It was. Yeah. It was very okay. Cool. I just wanted to make sure weird. that you thought that was weird too. So, um, do you have any other thoughts or opinions? Do you want to rate out of five stars? Uh, what would you give blank check? Out of five blank checks. Out of five blank checks, what are you giving it? I would say a four. Oh, oh that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I thought you you guys really saw a lot of excitement of the fact that this kid could do that and have the water slide and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like that stuff was cool, and he actually got away with it for a long time with. You know, his parents living close by. He got away with it at the end. 
Yeah, 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 that's true. He had no consequences, no repercussions. Yeah, he didn't learn any lessons. No, he did not. In fact, I think no. when he gets back home, like he has more privilege. Like he, yeah, he did something horrible, and then he just <laughs> didn't My, learn anything. But, I mean, for him to pull off that party and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with Debbie Allen with the weird Southern accent. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It, the only thing I can think to justify this movie and her actions towards him. And the parents being so terrible towards him is that this is told from the kid's perspective and how he perceived things to be, not how they were actually happening in real life. Not that they get that deep into it, but right. maybe he just perceived her as being into him, but in real right. life she like wasn't. But they actually kissed. They did. That That's was not weird. a perception. Yeah. On That's, that the physically lips. happened. Like she yeah. adults kissed this boy. Yeah. On yeah. set, multiple times. That was not one take, Jake. Oh, I bet you the kid was messing it up on purpose <laughs> to to get more in. He's like, whoops, let's do it again. Oh, yeah. Whoops, I accidentally spit on your face. Let's kiss again. <laughs> let's do that with a little bit more passion. He had to go to the bathroom a couple times. It's also the most awkward kiss. It's like super close, oh, like tight it's lips. So like, weird. <laughs> it's the weirdest kiss ever. It is the weirdest thing. See? So okay. it is weird. Well, no, no, I'm not I'm not denying that it's weird. I just like okay. like I said, I when I was a kid, like I didn't think about it like that. Uh you know, like I as a child, I was like, oh, she's hot. Like a kid that age could get with a girl like that. Like I just didn't think it was weird, but, but it, watching it, also, it again as an adult, I'm like, no, this is fucking weird. But we thought it could have been one of those things where it was like, you know, back when I was a kid riding in the back of, um, that's what I'm saying. Of uh, pickup yeah. trucks was totally accepted. Now you look back at it and right. it's like, what were we thinking? Social norms are different now. So, oh, for sure. so that's why I wanted to get your opinion yeah. because you had watched it, uh, back then. Jason had, so you thought it was this like, was the first time Jason seen it. I had was, seen it. I so. was in college oh. when it came out. Oh no, we li- we lived like that movie was on all the time. I told you, man, it was heavy on the rotation. Oh, here's another question we had. Do you yes. remember? Did this one come in a clamshell or a or a or a cardboard sleeve? I would say cardboard. Yeah, I think so too. I think we still have it at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. All right, I, yeah. I don't want to take up any more any more of your time. I appreciate you uh, taking the call. Of course, I will always take your call. Okay, love you. Thank you. Love you, too. you guys have a good day. Okay, bye. 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 I almost said stop on the recording instead of hanging up the phone. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> are we right, doing? We're done. <laughs> well, that was Mama Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Judy was a guest on the podcast today. Yeah. It was fun. So uh, she said it was weird, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I figured she would have thought it was weird. Uh I just again, not the, like, not, I wasn't sure if it was a sign of the times. Not thing, Rufus you know? Wainwright. Isn't that the guy oh, who directed yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Not the writers. No. Not the cast. Not the editors. Yep. They played up that like. She wanted that dick. Give me that D. Uh, yeah, I feel like maybe she caught like, on when when he dropped her off in the limo. Mm-hmm. Like she had this look on her face, like oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like that was the best date I've ever had. But then also, we went for like, burgers. but also when when he drops her off, she doesn't go in for a hug or a kiss. She, she shakes his hand or high fives him or something. I think it's a handshake. Uh, it's a definitely a friend zone gesture. Also, he bought her like a really expensive piece of jewelry. Yeah, he would have gone through a million dollars so much quicker than six days. Yeah, so much quicker. All that stuff. The house alone. The ho- well, no, he only spent three hundred thousand. Realistically, in the nineties, you think that's going for three hundred thousand? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then some other shit happens, and it's over. 
He gets, yeah, so he, he, he gets away he with it. He throws a party and tells everybody that oh, yeah, Debbie Allen be there. Why did she have so a he's, weird he's, southern accent? He's, he's basically saying that he's working for this guy Macintosh, who that's where all this money's coming from. And so they throw a party for Macintosh's birthday, which is also his birthday. So it's like a joint party. Uh, but then, yeah, he hires Debbie Allen to to coordinate this party and she's like it's not gonna be cheap she was just like stealing money from him out I, of the bag oh, for sure she's like oh man uh, ten thousand we're gonna yeah it's a good start i'm surprised he trusts you with his money a lot of people would try to take advantage of you and she's taking handfuls yeah, yeah, of the yeah. money out of his backpack uh and so yeah she writes him a bill for way more than he has because he's spent all of his money he's got his he's got his bank statement Oh, pulled yeah. up on this giant screen, which, which does not add up. Those numbers don't add up at all. No, no, no. It's way off. <laughs> which also, so he's he's sitting in this giant chair facing the, the screen, and his dad comes in, and so he doesn't turn around because his dad thinks that it's Mister Mister McIntosh, and he just has like a full conversation, a heartfelt, without Mister McIntosh turning around or saying a word. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "If you could just find it in your heart to send my boy home, we early love him." Tonight, we love him. It's his birthday. Uh, we miss him. Blah, blah, blah. And the kid's tearing up. And uh, Dad. Not once does that dad look at the screen, the, the giant fucking screen, yeah. and be like, wait, that says like $300. Like, yeah. are you? What the? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the kid turns around. His dad had already left, and he's trying to chase his dad down. Henry's gone. He feels like Henry betrayed him. Uh, but then the cops show up. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Quigley and uh, Biederman and Juice show up, and they do a little Home Alone sketch. Oh, it was very Home Alone. And he almost murdered this man, oh, by the way. Oh, big time. It, he, he almost drowned locks him. locks him in and, a hamster ball and pushes him in a pool. Yeah. Dude, that dude would be so fucking dead. It went full Home Alone right then. Which, Kevin McAllister had so much time to set up those traps. Yeah, yeah. These guys show up. And he's like, "All right, we're going." Yeah, <laughs> he puts Biederman in the in the virtual reality headset and he, like gives him a seizure, and he can't <laughs> just take it off of his head. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's he's, happening. He's, he's shooting baseballs at Tone Loke. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the remote that they just broke on the ground. Oh, good point. Continuity yeah. errors. There's a lot of them in this movie. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. God scared the shit out of me. Sorry, I had to cough. So, yeah, he pushes him in the pool, and uh, the guy fakes like he's dead, tricks him, grabs the boy, and then right then the FBI shows up, and they're like, we're looking for Macintosh. He's like, I'm Macintosh. I'm Macintosh. Because <laughs> he thinks he's going to run for mayor as Macintosh. Right, yeah, that's his plan. He's going he's gonna to be a good guy and take the, the role of Macintosh. And then also, if he's Macintosh, that all house that and all of that is his, is, right? Is. So he says that he's Macintosh. I'm like, well, you're going to jail because yeah. you're wanted for fraud and blah, blah, blah. But also, he just broke out of jail. You think the FBI would know yeah. who he was? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he gets locked up. Preston doesn't have any consequences. He goes home. He spent a million dollars over six days and has a cool story to tell his friends. Yeah. It's cool. And, and then, just like Wheeler Walker Jr., she sits on his face. <laughs> that's right. That's how. That's how it ends. It's a POV. You are Preston, yeah. and she sits no, on the camera. But and she then totally credits roll <laughs> like. Creepily kisses him. I mean, it's it's not very long, but it's a, a it's not a peck on the cheek. It's, it's a, like, a peck on the lips, but it's, it's a, very much a peck. It's a tight lipped peck. It, like she I, did not want to do that. No, no, no. But the character did. Oh, big time. Yeah, she was like into him. It was like in the Sandlot, the kiss in the Sandlot. It was like she was like a Florida school teacher. 
No, oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, there's there is a teacher, a substitute teacher in an episode of South Park who looks a lot like her character in this movie. Wow. Who one of the students has a crush on. I wonder if that episode of South Park is based on her character. Is she an FBI agent? No, she's like a she's like a uh, a spy. She is a spy though. Oh man, I, I I wish I could ask the guy, the creators of South Park. Hey Matt, hey Trey. I wish I knew him. I wish I knew him. Actually, Alan, my buddy that I I cut his hair earlier. Yeah, he had a dream one time where he and I were hanging out, and then Matt and Trey showed up, and they really liked me, and so I went and hung out with them and oh. left him alone. Sounds about right. <laughs> and he was super bummed about it. So Matt and Trey, for listening, let's hang out. Make Alan jealous. Out of uh, what would you rate this? Out of out of out of uh, 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 five creepy kisses. When I was a child, I would have given this five creepy kisses. Yeah. Watching this as an adult, it's fucking weird, man. It, uh, it is so weird. And also, I just don't give a shit about the toys anymore. Like I, I like that montage where he's just yeah, like, they're yeah. doing all the cool shit. I was like, I want all of that. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why I love the movie. Um, but it's just a, a giant commercial for shit that isn't relevant. The sharper anymore. image, not even a story. Yeah, anymore. I know, right? They're, they they do make an appearance. Uh, I think now, can we do 0.75s? You can do whatever you want, man. You giving it a 0.75? I'm going to do not just a 0.75. I just wasn't sure if we were doing like, like whole numbers and half numbers. I don't you could you could do whatever you could do you could do metric system. It's fucking a weird movie. I'm giving it two point seven five. All right, creepy kisses. I'm giving it a two and a half. I think up until the I time went higher than you, it gets really creepy. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's fun, and then the creepiness and the third act is is kind of and long the kid's and boring. witty as fuck. Like he's witty. He, is, he has a big throat tattoo now. Does he really? Yeah, I saw a picture of him currently, and he has like a giant like neck throat. No thing. shit. Yeah. Dude, when he goes into the 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 bank office, it's it's so fucking funny. Juice, yeah. No, I'm not thirsty. <laughs> like he's got a couple of really yeah, good clips yeah. there. But then just the weird, creepy shit. Throws yeah, me off. yeah. There's a lot of it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, if you saw this movie, that's what we thought of Blank Check. If you've seen it and you want to tell us what you thought, or if you want to call and just comment on my mom's appearance on this podcast, you can call and leave us a voicemail on our voice or our. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 323-786-A-LOT. That's 323-786-2568. Or if you want to be on the podcast but you don't want your voice to be heard, you can always write us an email at a little off the top pod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on because that'll help us to get more listeners. Uh, look for us on Instagram and TikTok where I've been a little bit more active. Yeah. Um, at a little off the top pod. If you're looking for Odd Jason Yank and Dick, you can find him on Instagram and the Planet Fitness app at Oh, Jason at Skills the Barber. <laughs> at Skills the Barber. Skills the Barber. Uh, if you're looking for me, my name's Justin. You can find me on Instagram and letterboxed at underscore red underscore six underscore. I think we did it. You got anything else? Have a safe fourth. Yeah, don't blow up your fingers. Don't. It happens every year. Bye for now. See ya. Welcome back, everybody. We have a here we go. Let's have a big welcome for Wheeler Walker Jr. Hey, bitch from New York City with them fake California titties. I know you waxed and faxed, but have you ever been smashed to some old school Conway Twitty? 